0: The Weight of the Bible Written by Mark Arsenault Read by Shane Browning What is the difference between most of modern Christianity and the teachings of the Bible? The answer may be very surprising, but a short analogy comparing the Bible to a real conundrum concerning weights and measurements may help you understand. Quote, In a vault in suburban Paris sits a little lump of metal that is the official kilo, the sanctioned yardstick from which numerous other measurements are derived. The problem is, it's getting heavier, unquote. Taken from A Weighty Problem, The Official Kilo Is Getting Heavier, Globe and Mail. This article addresses afterwards how the scientific community has gone about correcting the issue. The analogy comparing this problem to mainstream Christian doctrines today is quite interesting. The author goes on to describe different points. The first point is this. From the time it was fabricated in 1879, the kilogram lump accumulated contaminants which increases its mass above that of the actual required standard kilogram. Since this is the standard to which all other items of mass are compared, the lump cannot exceed one kilogram to the microgram, one millionth of a gram, if it is to provide an accurate measure. What if the Bible, a standard for Christian living and doctrine, has suffered similar changes? The Bible was completed at the end of the first century by the Apostle John. And although to many today this standard has become a heavy burden, yet the same apostle who completed the assembly of the New Testament tells us, For this is the love of God, that we keep His commandments, and His commandments are not burdensome. 1 John 5, verse 3 Jesus Christ, in His own words, gives us this wonderful truth. Take my yoke upon you, and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Matthew chapter 11, verses 29 and 30. A second point. Scientists developed a 30-hour procedure to restore the kilogram to its original mass, while making sure that no part of the original lump was removed. God, who inspired the words written in the Bible, gives us a very stern warning. Quote, Whatever I command you, be careful to observe it. You shall not add to it, nor take away from it. Unquote. Deuteronomy chapter twelve verse thirty-two. Yet today, so many think that the Bible does not need all of its parts. They claim quote, the law is done away, the Old Testament is not necessary, etc., etc. Et Jesus Himself, however, gave the following warning: quote, Do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. I did not come to destroy but to fulfill. For assuredly I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one tittle will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. Whoever therefore breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches men so shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does and teaches them, he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Matthew chapter 5, verses 17 through 19. These analogies are remarkable, for the Bible cannot be increased or decreased, and still be an accurate representation of God's teachings. It's a complete book. One last point. It is absolutely amazing to see the effort, time, energy, and precision that scientists and humans in general will go through to maintain something that is important to them. Scientists will take 30 hours to clean this kilogram object. Does our Bible, our relationship with God, command such a considerable commitment? Do we put significant time, effort, and energy into maintaining a godly standard in our lives? The kilogram is so important to the scientific community that they are willing to invest great energy to preserve and maintain its mass unchanged. What about us? Are we willing to spend that same amount of energy to preserve and maintain the whole weight or mass of the Bible? To prove that the Bible is the revelation of God, please read our free booklet, The Bible, Fact or Fiction.